Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. We are starting a brand new series and I believe it's going to be a blessing to you. Uh, we're not going to get into the biochemistry of this uh, subject, but we're going to use that as a platform for us to discuss our subject. The series for uh, right now is called DNA, the core of the local church. DNA, the core of the local church. And as we look into this, we're looking at uh, DNA. All of us have heard of it, and we want to use it as what is the central, essential part of what we do as the local church. Uh, our mission is to reflect Jesus and make disciples and that is what's written into our DNA and because that's written to our DNA we are to reflect Christ daily and invite others to be a part of this family that is what is a part of our DNA also what that means is that uh our subtitle for this one is going to be called Mission Involves Movement. Mission Involves Movement. So DNA, the core of the local church, mission involves movement. Our definitions for today are DNA. DNA is a self-replicating material that is present in nearly all living organisms as the main constituent of chromosomes. That's the big old biochemical definition. It is the carrier of genetic information, the fundamental and distinctive characteristics or qualities of someone or something, especially when regarded as unchangeable. I'm gonna hit you with that again. It is the carrier of genetic information, the fundamental and distinctive characteristics or qualities of someone or something especially when regarded as unchangeable. That's DNA. What is a mission? A mission is an important assignment carried out for a purpose, typically involving travel. And then our last definition is movement. Movement is an act of changing physical location or position. An act of changing physical location or position. We're going to be coming out of Matthew, the 20th chapter. We're going to be starting at the 18th verse, and this is in the English Standard Version. And it says, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Verse 19 says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. 20 says, Teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Father, we thank you for your word. Amen. So, DNA is the code of life your DNA 
physically defines who you are. It not only defines who you are, but it also tells where you are from. It, it gives your lineage, your DNA. There's folks all the time taking these DNA tests, Ancestry.com, 23andMe, Ancestry, Ancestry, Ancestry Checkout, DNA Check. I mean, there's a lot of different things going on because people want to know their history. So your DNA gives you, tells you what uh, uh, your skin color, your eye color, your gender, your physical capabilities, your ethnicity. Uh, DNA also tells us who is the killer in CSI. Right? They, they're always looking and finding the DNA and the DNA tells them the proper person who has done something. So DNA is the center of the physical aspect of being a human. And being is important. Living is important. Having those differences makes us special. So in our world today where everything's going all over the place and is moving rapidly it is important for us to remember who we are and the other thing that I want to really emphasize about this is that DNA your DNA is unique to all the other DNAs we all have similar properties, but there's something about your configuration of your DNA that makes you different, that makes you special. So all of our DNA of the 7 billion people on earth, it is different. The other thing that I want to point out as we talk about DNA is the fact that it is in every cell of your body. It's not like just one spot. It's the whole entirety of you. It is the library that tells who you are. And that is why it's easy for on those uh, TV shows such as CSI that they're able to figure out who a person is because every cell has your special footprint on it. So DNA is just like that. Now, we as Christians, when we are born again, we are given a spiritual DNA that tells us who we are, which are those that have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, and uh, who we belong to. So not only does it tell us who we are, it tells us who we belong to, which is Jesus, because he is the redeemer. He's the one that has redeemed us back into the family of God. And so when we look throughout the New Testament, we see how it uses this biological reference to a spiritual occurrence, a biological reference to this spiritual occurrence. So in 
John 3 and 3, Jesus says, Truly, truly, I say unto you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So part of this DNA is that we have to be born again. First Peter 1.23 says, Since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and abiding word of God. So it tells us that we are born again and we have been born again based upon the word of God. Romans 10 and 9 says, If we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. As I say, the word saved means to be rescued or delivered or redeemed from the penalty of sin. So that is what our intricate spiritual DNA consists of. And then what it produces in us it makes us, according to 2 Corinthians 5, 17, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So we're new spiritual creatures in Christ Jesus. That is our DNA. That is our basic foundational blueprint of our lives. God has did this, and he has used his uh, biological roadmap as an example of what happens or transforms us spiritually. So not only do we have this physical DNA, we have this spiritual DNA based upon us being born again into the body of Christ based upon Jesus redeeming us from the penalty of sin. So, what is it that really makes this work? What causes this DNA to be a part of who we are? The focal point, the, the, the nuclei, the center of this is Jesus. Jesus has redeemed us. Jesus has made us. Jesus has uh, brought us into the family of God because of what he has done for us. And because of what he's done for us, everything comes from, via, through Jesus. Jesus does all this. And right before Jesus went to be permanently with the Father, to sit at the right hand, he did something very specific that I want us to look at today. It is called the Great Commission. The Great Commission. And the commission is we are talking about our mission, what we are to do while we are talking about being the church. But our mission, our movement, our doing is part of our identity. And this Jesus DNA that's in us is actually intertwined with this mission. So there's three points, three things that Jesus points out when he gives this great commission. The first thing is to go into all the world. The second thing is to make disciples. 
The third thing is teaching. And so when he gives this commission, when he imparts us with this DNA, he tells us the reason you have this DNA is this thing, these things. Go into all the world. Jesus commissioned us to go. He has declared for us to go. He has willed for us to go. And in, when we look at this word go, we are talking about a con continuous present participle, which means that we are constantly going. We are constantly moving. That We're constantly moving in a direction. So it's this continuous action that we are not just stopping at a location, but that we're continuously going into directions. We're continuously moving. Uh, another way you can say it is, as you are going, as you are going, as you are moving, as you are making these movements, as you are accomplishing the mission, it is not a one-stop shop. It is constant, continuous motion. And as we go forth in this, this means that it's always happening. So it doesn't matter what you're, what you're doing. You're at work, you're at school, you're at the grocery store, you're having family time, you're at uh, the football game, you're at the baseball game, you're at the basketball game. Our mission is always in front of us and we are always looking for opportunity to execute our mission. Always looking to do that. We uh, should... As we're going into these uh, locations, as we're doing these things, we should be constantly reflecting Jesus. Just like our genetic code, our biological genetic code reflects our heritage, our family, our ethnicity, our spiritual DNA needs to reflect who we belong to, and that's Jesus. So we should have uh, 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 our conversation should have love in it. Our conversation should have victory in it. Our conversation should have encouragement in it so that people can know as we're going that we can be speaking life into them, giving them encouragement, giving them hope, giving them peace, giving them joy, not that the, the joy, the love, the peace that we have, but that the joy, the love, the peace that we have received through having a relationship with Jesus and we're giving it to them so that they can likewise have a relationship. As we're going on, that was the first aspect. The second aspect, as we're going along doing this, going and doing this, we are to make disciples. A disciple is one who follows with the intention of learning. One who follows with the intention of learning. So there are people that can be a follower but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're a disciple. Some people just like to hang around the crowds. 
But we want to be the ones and we want to create the ones that have an intention, that they have a desire, that they have a want to be like Jesus. And they see that desire in us and they want to have the same desire that we have toward Jesus. Not toward us, but toward Jesus. Paul said it like this. He says, follow me as I follow Christ. Don't follow me because I'm Paul, but follow me because I am pursuing after Jesus. And if you do it like me, you'll get the results that I have gotten. So we want to be examples of what Jesus, how Jesus functions in the earth today. And so we want to be this reflection of God's glory through Jesus Christ. And the other thing that we should do, we should be inviting others to be a part of this family of God. We should be encouraging them to be a part of the family that we are a part of. As we disciple others, we are to help others to become new creations, new creatures, to become born again in what Jesus has done. Jesus has opened up the opportunity for us, for them to become children in the family of God. And the final thing is teaching them. And Jesus taught on love, he taught on money, he taught on sin, he taught on redemption, he taught on sex, he taught on lies. Everything in our culture has this obsession with, Jesus has already taught on it. The conflict becomes when we look at what Jesus says about it and what we want to do about it. So we want to be that reflection of who Jesus says we should be in each of those situations. And so the teachings of Jesus, the, the teachings that we should be reflecting, the teachings that we should be revealing to others should represent the mission, the, the values, the vision, and the destiny of all humanity. Because God's desire is that not one person should perish, but that they should all come into eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So what that said is, everything is, should be pointing us to Jesus and what he has done to redeem us from the penalty, the power, and the presence of sin. And the best way to teach someone is to show them how it's done. Oh, I made that rhyme. So what we want to lock in is teaching someone by showing them how it's done. When we have situations, we should be able to reflect Christ in our lives so that those that are observing us can see Jesus' example, Jesus' life, in us and that is the method of teaching I believe that has the most uh, beneficial example to others 
Because we can sit there and lecture all day, this is how you should do, but being in situations and allowing people to see us and to watch us, and then they can understand how it's to be done. So a, 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 good, a good example of how this should look, if you were to stand in front of a mirror, you would actually see not yourself, but you see a reflection of yourself. And your reflection is what the world sees. And the reason that we look in a mirror, the reason that we want to look at our reflection is to make sure that we have everything in place. And so the same thing with our reflection of Jesus. We want to have this relationship of, uh, 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 with the word of God. We want to have this relationship with one another. We want to have this relationship with the spirit of God the Holy Spirit, so that he can lead us and guide us so that we reflect Jesus in everything that we say and do. And as people observe us, they can see that it's Jesus in us. So that makes me want to drop this in your lap real quick and say, are you reflecting Jesus in your life when you evaluate your day can you see Jesus throughout the day can you see as you're going here as you're going there as you're interacting with people are you reflecting Jesus to them you don't have to answer to me but I would love for you to answer yourself and if you are not hitting it on all cylinders that's fine continue to put forth the effort that will give you the results that God desires his, his desired results is for us to reflect Christ in everything that we may grab hold of this mission and go forth and knock it out As we go forth, as I said, this is called the Great Commission. And as we go forth, we realize that our life is a mission for Jesus. That's what our life is. Our life is no longer our own, but it belongs to him that has bought us. And we should be reflecting Jesus to everyone that we encounter. As we go therefore, as we go into all the world, as we uh, make disciples, as we're teaching, it should be focusing not on us as individuals, but everything should point everyone to Jesus and what he's done. So our life is a mission for Jesus. Our movement, so our mission involves movement. We just can't sit here and believe that Jesus is being reflected to the earth. We have to go. We have to move. We have to be 
in environments whereby people can see Jesus in us. So written in this spiritual DNA is the code that God calls all men into repentance. I'm not saying to go and be a street evangelist. I'm saying to live your life according to how Jesus has directed you so that people can see Jesus in you and they can begin to inquire of you why are you different and then you can teach them what it is that makes you different, which is Jesus. So if you think, or if you are thinking or have heard that uh, being a Christian actually negates you from sharing Jesus with others, then you really don't have the DNA of Christ in your life. Because having the DNA of Christ, having been born again, having become a new creation in him, has changed your spiritual DNA to reflect him to everyone that you encounter. And so we want to move forward in the fact that because of the commission that we've been given, we want to go forth and be what Jesus has called for us to be. We want our DNA, that which makes us the church, that's which what makes us the body of Christ, to reflect totally who Christ is to the world that is looking for answers. And so we want to do this in a way that everywhere we go, everywhere we be, everywhere, anywhere, that Jesus is there because of how we look, how we conduct ourselves, because that is his desire. Remember I said, this series is called DNA, the core of the local church. It is our center. It is based upon Jesus being in us who is the hope of glory. And we're going to lock into this for the next couple of weeks. We're going to talk about different aspects of this uh, DNA because I believe that it is essential for us to understand who we are because if we don't know who we are, we don't know what we're capable of. And if we don't know what we're capable of, we won't do anything that we are designed to do. So we're starting off this year talking about the basics so that we can get ourselves into a position that we can do what we were designed to do. If you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then you don't have this spiritual DNA because it only comes through him. But it is not a hard process. It is very simple. As I said before, Romans, the 10th chapter, the 9th verse says, If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. A couple more verses down, it says, If you call upon the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. 
And so we want you to be rescued, delivered, saved from the penalty of sin. The penalty of sin is separation from God. And we do not want that to be a part of your life. We want you to be a part of the family of God. And so after hearing this message today, if you have decided that you want this spiritual DNA to be birthed in you, it is simple you declaring that Jesus is Lord and that you confess that you have sinned and that you want Christ in your life. And then what we want you to do is we want you to let us know that you've made this decision. You let us know via our email at info at godshousecc.com and we'll provide you with additional information to help you along this road because we are uh, concerned about you being a part of the body. This is not an individual event. This is a team event. We are all in this together. We are all reflecting Christ throughout all the earth so that his very presence can fill this earth. With the topsy-turvy situation that we're in today, isn't it good to know that we have hope above the situation? So if you have made that decision today, please let us know so that we can provide you with information to help you along this journey even further. Friends and family, we're starting on to this journey, DNA, the core of the local church. Mission involves movement. You can't just sit there. You got to go, you got to teach and make disciples by reflecting Jesus into their lives. All right. Thank you for being along with us today. And we declare God's blessings over your life this week in Jesus' name.